Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. With you, it's 1032. Joining us live is the Cardinals manager, Mike Schilt, for another segment. Always good to be with him. And we are definitely itching for baseball. It's been, what, 52 days? I don't know. I've, I've kind of lost count. But since our last game that uh, Klaibs and I did at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, your win over the Marlins, spring training was called after that. We don't know when the baseball season will begin. We do know that there's been a lot of talk behind the scenes, Mike, and that has made us all feel really good, at least the fact that some plans are being discussed and some attempts are being made. What's the latest that you can tell us about that process? Just that I'm even more confident in the last couple of times we've spoken that that there will be a season. Um, You know, the the specifics and the particulars are clearly still being ironed out. Um, You know, it would be unresponsible, irresponsible rather of me to, to, to throw out some suggestions that um, are out there simply because, you know, it's, it just would be counterproductive and, and it's out of my pay grade ultimately. But, you know, I can confidently say that there's a becoming more clarity of um, what, it, what it can look like, you know, a couple plans that are, you know, being, being uh, looking to be executed. Timelines are starting to, starting to take some, some shape, um, and so that, that's encouraging when you start to, you know, see everything come together and and get more specific on the. Okay, we this we're getting our arms around what we're dealing with. Um, there's still a bigger scope of what what needs to happen to for us to get back to play, but we're getting closer and um, you know starting to think about some of the baseball component of it, and that's a very encouraging sign. The thought of playing in front of no fans. Uh, I think that a lot of people would have to adjust to it, but then again, we're adjusting to everything right now, and, and just having some baseball again for people to consume, I think, would be a welcome sight, uh, a welcome sound on radio. I think back of like sitting around uh, and observing your B games on the backfields in spring training, seeing these outstanding players, and just hearing the crack of the bat, the pop of the glove. The, they, it is a beautiful sound. You, the fans mixed in is is awesome, but baseball at its purest is beautiful to watch. It is it's a beautiful sport, and you know you mentioned it, it's, it's obviously accurate. We're in different times and different um, way of doing things, and and the open mindedness of of looking at things from a different perspective is really critical to get enjoyment, and that's what the game is about. It's enjoyment, and um, you know the one thing that I, we as a staff, and our players are are going to really be intentional about is 
you know, look, this is different. Whatever we're going to do and however we're going to do it, it's going to be um, fairly significantly different, especially without our, our awesome fans, potentially. Um, and so, you know, but we can either complain about it, you know. I mean, we have a little saying, losers complain and winners find solutions. And, you know, we're not going to complain about what we don't have or what, what we're missing. I mean, surely, you know, it'll be different and it'll be challenging. Um, but let's focus our energy effort and passion into what the actual reality is and, and appreciate that. And, and I think there's a, there's a healthiness to that. Uh, we also know that Cooperstown will not go on this year, the Baseball Hall of Fame ceremony with Derek Jeter expecting to draw eighty-five to 100,000, but also Ted Simmons, Larry Walker, two former Cardinals involved. They will be inducted in the following year's class, whatever whoever they join in 2021. I wanted you to take a listen to this. This is my favorite Ted Simmons highlight from our archives, 1978. Zuder got away with a high pitch that time. Throws inside. Oh, there's strike two called, and I want to tell you something. Simmons has gone back and really laying it on the plate umpire, and folks, I don't say it very often about umpiring, but I don't blame Simmons for griping about that one. Mikey had to spin off the plate, and I bet that pitch was eight inches inside. Two quick strikes on Simmons. Boyer came out and talked to the umpire. Now the umpire looking into the dugout. Boy, that hurts when you get your leadoff man and your number four hitter crippled like that with a strike call. I tell you, the first one was a borderline pitch, too. And now the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball to deep right field. Down the line, in the corner, and good bop. There you go, Ted Simmons. Umpire pitches. Take them all on, my man. Let's see what happens when he crosses the plate. That's maybe what the Cardinals needed, somebody to get on him. There, he says something and he's going to throw him out and I want to tell you, you talk about holding a grudge. I don't say much either, Jack, but that's ridiculous. Simmons has been thrown out, now he wants to go back after the umpire. He came home and he tipped his hat to the umpire and the umpire threw him out of the game. That's Now loud. Boyer's out there in front of the plate umpire, Paul Rungi, and Simmons has hit a home run to tie this game to all. <laughs> I mean, he, he hits a home run after not liking the call, and he tips his cap to the umpire. Oh, man, Ted Simmons, what a beauty. What a great guy. What a ball player. Yeah, that's classic. Um, yeah, Ted, obviously Hall of Fame career and really brilliant baseball mind for the people that have had the privilege to get to know him. I mean, Ted's been outside the box and in, in a positive way of being able to see where this game is going and the, the different ways you can think about playing this game. And, and Ted uh, – I've enjoyed the opportunity to share some thoughts with Ted and learn, hear some of his clearly. Um, he's a, he's a one of a kind. That's for sure. What a player, what a hitter, what a player. And Ted Simmons will go into the hall of fame along with Larry Walker, who I know you appreciate as well. A brief time with the Cardinals, but it was impactful. I mean, heck they almost uh, won the entire thing with him in 2004 when they added Larry Walker to that lineup that had pools rolling and Edmonds. That's as good. That's a top five Cardinals team right there. It really is. That's one of the top Cardinals clubs of all time. And, you know, I think won 105 games and, you know, just ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw and maybe some fate with the Red Sox um, in 04. But, uh, you know, you're talking about a complete player with a real feel, you know, to allude to the point earlier, you know, Larry just had a real aptitude for the game on the bases, throwing to the right bases, you know, great physical skill set, but a real, real good idea how the game's played and, and um, good dude.
Definitely. A great, great guy. Always enjoyed being around Larry Walker and recently at Cardinals Fantasy Camp. What an incredible opportunity to be a teammate of his. And uh, we ended up winning the championship with him, which was not, I mean, obviously he's, he's a great player and led to help us do that. I wanted to go back to Ted Simmons for a minute. One thing that, and Ted's in the Hall of Fame, so he's going to be able to give his speech and he's going to have an induction. But the thing that made me sad was that his idol, Al Kaline, passed away, and I know how much he looked forward to being up on stage and have Al Kaline up there with him. He grew up just idolizing Al Kaline in the Detroit area. You talk about a great player. He wore number six like Stan Musial, and really, uh, Mike, he was the Stan Musial of Detroit, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. We watched a um, couple of the games on MLB. You know, the 68 World Series, which didn't turn out great for us, but, you know, it was a high mark for for Mr. K-Line and, you know, distinguished career, distinguished gentleman and, um, you know, a real asset and, um, to the game of baseball. And, and, and you know, Ted had a had a good mentor and, and hero in, in Mr. K-Line. And, um, you know, but Mr. K-Line will be with him in that ceremony, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, before we take a break, we have John Mosellock at 1130, so I'm going to ask him about this because I don't know that it's fair for you to answer from a business standpoint. Yadier Molina made some comments public that you know he wants to keep playing, and if he wasn't able to work out a deal with the Cardinals after this year, he'd be open to free agency and explore what's out there. That's a, a business decision that's made above you, Mike, but just Yadier Molina and what he's meant and – Knowing that he still has a competitive burning fire in him, that that's that's how I interpret it anyway. The guy wants to play more baseball. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, not not to say that everyone loves the game, but there's varying degrees of of that passion and love, and and um, you know, Yachty just has it to in in spades. Uh, he just absolutely lights up and is hungry. And loves the competition. He just loves the game, and you, you know, and his actions speak to that. Um, he's always out in the field. He's taking ground balls. He's there early. He's talking the game. I know when the game's over in the regular season, um, he goes back to his room and he'll set up um, an opportunity on his on his screen in his hotel room to watch you know a game or multiple games at a time through the MLB network. Um, and and you know he likes to compete. He likes to win. He likes to play. And it's um, I love to see that he's got that fire after, you know, being in, in the organization for as long as he has in the big league since '04, and and the accomplishments he's had. It hasn't waned his desire and love of the game. And um, you know, it is a business decision. You know, clearly, you know, Yachty stated that that um, he wants to remain a Cardinal. I don't think anybody questions that. And um, I, I know he loves it here, and he's loved his time. And um, you know, obviously, it gets down to the business at some point and I, you know, it's out of my pay grade. And, um, but just, uh, I think it'll all work out in the end. I feel comfortable and confident of that the thing we can worry you think about right now though, is Yachty's here at the moment and we'll appreciate the fact that we're going to play a season in all likelihood with him. And beyond that, I, I think it'll all work out. I've been watching the last dance, the Chicago bulls documentary on ESPN. It's so good. And watching Jordan, and hearing the stories about Michael and how he led the team. Yachty is not the greatest player of all time. Michael is the greatest player of all time. But Yachty 
it reminds me of Yachty because I hear about yeah. Jordan pulling guys aside and driving them and having that competitive edge and players respecting him. That's It sounds everything that Yachty would do, that he would pull somebody aside and set them straight. That's a separator. You know, during the game, in the clubhouse, um, you know, <laughs> I say this, and, and I love the analytics side of it. It's definitely a way to be able to capture a player's value. I understand that. But in Yachty's case, you know, you can do that. But that's a, there's a separate uh, metric that doesn't exist, and that's understanding how to win, how to see the game. And, you know, his numbers, I mean, MVP numbers are going to be driven offensively primarily, as we all know. And, and he's, you know, going to contribute and be a productive player in our lineup offensively. Um, but I, as far as the most valuable player on a team, and not to minimize other people on our team, but in our league – this guy helps you win games in ways that people just more or less don't understand or see or appreciate. And it gets back to what I was saying at the beginning of the show, Tom, about learning the game, seeing the game. There's just nuanced things that happen in the game that that if you understand how to navigate it, you have a better chance to win that game. And if you understand how to help other people navigate it, which is what Yachty does very well, his residual value beyond his own understanding to the greater good of the the staff and and the and the guys in the field and the people around him, including myself, I'm not going to you know that's the, I'll, I'll put myself in that. You you and you watch the game as intently as I have over the you know my career for for 30 years or so and growing up with it, I can confidently tell you from a value standpoint, this guy's got tremendous value. Now, how do you quantify that? That's hard. You know, um, I get that part, but this guy's a an elite mind. No question. Uh, Mike Schild is with us, the Cardinals manager. Always good to spend some time with him talking some ball. It's coming up on 1045. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back for one more segment and chat with the Cardinals manager on his radio show, the Mike Schilt Show. 1134, we're back on Sports on a Sunday morning, live with Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Mosellock. Mo, how's your Sunday going? Great to talk to you as always. Well, I uh, got up, washed the car, um... <laughs> the sticks you know, outside work very unusual yes yeah i cleaned the gutters on friday i was very proud of myself <laughs> yeah new accomplishments right that's right you know my my wife won't let me go to the other side of the house though she won't let me get up on the roof doing a ladder it, the the shorter height was good but anything too dangerous uh, I, I wasn't allowed to do so just trying to remember what my dad taught me you know how to how to clean the gutters Exactly. Yep. It can be therapeutic. We haven't done in a while. It can be a little therapeutic, though, can it? I mean, pulling weeds, cleaning gutters, uh, doing some yard work, just sort of clearing your mind a little bit. Uh, absolutely. Just getting outside is refreshing. Um, but I mean, there's only so much we can do right now at the office. That yeah, we definitely have a little more time on our hands than, than normal. And needless to say, we're not traveling, and and so. Lending a hand at home is probably not a bad thing. That's right. The only travel that I do is going downtown and back every day, just about. I don't do Friday, Saturday, but Sunday through Thursday coming down here, of course, being safe. We don't have many people here in the office keeping our hands clean and keeping uh, the safe distance from each other. And soon businesses will start to slowly open back up. Restaurants will start to slowly open back up. I think that's the key word there in, in terms of sports also is slow, patient process, isn't it, John? Well, I, I think that's right. I mean, I feel like like 
this week we'll probably get a sense of of really what the the future may hold um start to sort of ramp up conversations on where and, and and possibly when we could start thinking about playing as i've mentioned on your show before you know the the hurdles are going to be you know, will we have access to ample amount of testing to to make something like a baseball season work um and if we if we're able to to accrue that then the next question will be sort of like how do we design it um will players want to do something that that we're proposing and um We'll see. But, you know, I think uh, as we flip the calendar now to May, you know, I, I feel like there, there's definitely some some momentum and, and urgency to start addressing what this may or may not look like. So I would imagine this week's going to be um, um, one that's informative or one that uh, might ask a lot more questions and answers, but we're going to start going down that path. Is there communication between sports, between the different leagues, and, and or at least attention paid to what each other is doing there too, NBA, NHL, et cetera? I certainly think at a very high level, the answer is yes. At a local level, I probably talk to, to Zim once a week. Um, with the Blues and just sort of pick his brain on what they're doing, and he does the same. But you know, I think uh, I think overall, it's it's we're all sort of in different situations, right? I mean, both the NBA and the NHL, they're really just trying to decide: do they finish a season, or do they just go straight in the playoffs, or do they just bang the whole thing? Where baseball is understandably knowing they're going to play a shortened season, it's just going to be: what does that look like? And and um, do, do you extend past October? So, you know, I think everybody is trying to figure out like what's best for their own industry. But I think like when you're when you hear from the public, and you know, I still get emails and voicemails from from time to time, or actually daily. But um, where you know, people I think would be happy even with just a TV product right now, just just something that's that's a distraction that that. You don't you don't realize how much you miss sport until you miss sport, right? right? And then it's not there. And obviously, what you and I do for a living, it's a little different than than maybe just just the fan who comes home at night and likes to turn on the game, whether the person is very intense in the game or the person likes it as background. But needless to say, it's not there. And, and so, I do feel like coming up with something that at least creates a, 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 you know an additional uh, distraction during this abnormal time that um, it would be great. And so I think that's where baseball's head in. I think really that's where all sports are. Yeah, I do um, too. You know, obviously the NFL and, and college football are going to start having to like think about their own schedules. Um, but in the meantime, you know, we'll focus on Major League Baseball and, and see where it goes. Yeah, we'll have to adjust to what we know as a sports viewing experience, but that's okay. We're adjusting everything, our eating experiences, our socializing, our experience day-to-day in general. So we will. And then, you know, we could carry those games on KMOX potentially with the sounds of the ballpark. You won't hear the, the beer vendors and hot dog vendors shouting in the background but you or the crowd, but you will hear baseball, and it is – a beautiful sound. You know, the other question that I get from people is where are they going to go? Where will they play? Of course, I, I have heard, and, and so have you, and so have fans, Arizona, Florida, Texas, St. Louis, California. Um, my answer to them is, I'm, and you can back me up on this, is that I am confident that they are discussing all scenarios, all modes of travel, everything, and then trying to figure it out. So there's nothing concrete yet. 
Yeah, I think the simplest answer is we don't know. Um, but of course, we're running all different modeling on a variety of, of options. And, you know, to your point earlier, it's, it's whatever probably happens, it's, it's far from normal. But if it means getting something that, that Camel X can air that, that we can put on TV, I think that's going to be a positive. But, you know, we still got a, a lot of hurdles to sort of leap over before we, uh, uh, make that first pitch, but um, you know, we really are, are optimistic something could happen. And you know, I've, as you point out, the the country is starting to move forward with with more openings. Um, clearly, you hope that's the right decision. Um, I, I mean, I get it. People are, are are probably going a little stir crazy just not being able to to do what they thought they should be doing. But on the same side, you got to put safety and health there too. So. There's so many complications in this, and uh, you know, from just a baseball perspective, I'm my fingers are crossed that we get something out there. Cardinals Nation is massive; they are looking for anything to talk about. And I was, I think, I was making lunch the other day when I saw the Marley Rivera ESPN story about Yachty. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Uh, so Yachty makes a, a few comments about how he would like to play baseball now. Thinking about it, tells Marley, and and she's good. I, I think she's a good reporter. Beyond. 2020 and if it wasn't with the cardinals he'd be willing to test free agency technically he's correct that would be the process and what i took from it john and and just if i can get your thoughts as far as you can take it but my translation was yadi wants to play and uh, the the fire still burns he wants to play more baseball he doesn't want this to end right now well very few people walk away from this game on their own terms um you know, there there are a handful of players that 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 get to do that. There are a handful of, of employees that get to do that, but it never sort of ends always like how people might might think it should or would. I think in this particular case, so I mean, obviously Yachty is an iconic figure with the St. Louis Cardinals, and and clearly, you know, at some point we'll have to sit down and see see what works. But I would say that, you know, right now for us is not the time to be sort of thinking about 2021. We're just trying to get 2020 going. And, and so, um, you know, I certainly recognize and respect his, his comments and, and what he said. But I also feel like with everything going on in the world right now, it's hard to understand what 2021 is even going to look like, you know, alone beyond. And, you know, I think the landscape of, of sport may change. Um, you know, what's the fan base going to look like when you open up the gates? Um, you know, are there going to have to be adjustments for that? Meaning, you know, the way we financially model. So there's a lot of questions at hand here. And, um, you know, it's, it's not in probably anybody's best interest to try to debate something publicly at the moment um, when there's so many unknowns. It is a business, certainly, and we respect that. It's 11.43, just a couple minutes left. We're going to replay the ninth inning in just a little bit of Chris Carpenter going the distance against the Phillies in 2011. In 2021, I know one thing that will happen. In some way, shape, or form, we will be celebrating a decade since the championship, and that moment in particular will go down in history. I've heard your conversation with Chris Raby on that, and one thing to note is it's unbelievable that they manufactured a run in the first two batters of the game, and then those two heavyweights went the distance. What an unbelievable classic, one of the greatest games ever, ever, in, in, uh, among any team, but certainly among the Cardinals. 
Yeah, that's right. So when you guys replay the game, you're only doing the ninth inning? We already replayed the game, but we, we had some requests from listeners that said, hey, would you play the ninth inning again? Would you do that on sports gotcha. on a Sunday morning? And I said, sure, absolutely, we'll do this. We're going to do that in just a few minutes. But, yeah, I mean, thinking back to that, <laughs> the U.S. just what an incredible game. And and uh, it'll go down in history. I think every year you you – you think about it even more, don't you? And someday, when your when when your Cardinals career comes in, you'll be able to really sit back and reflect on all. Of it. We've given this has been a nice chance to do it. I, I definitely think, like when you look back at that game, it it's by definition epic. By by your point of the first two hitters scored the only run, then it was shut down. But I think when you when you even take a deeper dive into that game. It, it it changed the trajectory of two franchises and you know how that game ended was was you know very unfortunate for philly um obviously with ryan howard getting injured and then of course the cardinals going on to win the world series and then you know putting together you know arguably a very successful well, hopefully 10 years when you define it but it was it was just sort of like when you when you pull it back i think historically to philly and to st louis it's even going to be more um, more important than maybe even just the overall uh, game of baseball, how they think about it. But yeah, I, you know, when I reflect back on that game, it's, it's, it's one of those, it's obviously one for the ages and uh, ninth inning, I might have to just wait and listen. It's six minutes and 35 seconds of beautiful baseball, that bottom of the ninth. And it's coming up next. John Mosellock, we appreciate it very much. Have a great rest of your day. All right, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.